Somehow we already find ourselves on this octave day of Christmas. For eight days we have rejoiced in the light breaking into the darkness of our world. For eight straight days the Word made flesh has been, hopefully, in the midst of our hearts. For eight straight days the Holy Family, their joys, their sorrows, their very lives have kept us company, have taught us how to endure trials, how to rejoice in the good, how to live life in this world with God. On this eighth day, we rejoice in the grace that God has given us, especially through the Blessed Mother Mary. This octave day is to celebrate the feast of the first bloodletting of the Christ child for his people, the circumcision, the first time that God made man shed blood for his people. This eighth day also used to celebrate the most holy name of our Lord Jesus Christ, because it was on the eighth day that that name was given to him. And it is the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that is most powerful. At his name, Scripture tells us, all knees must bend. And indeed, his name invoked with faith is very powerful indeed to dispel any fears, to encourage us in our good works, in our faith, in everything we do. But in our day, Holy Mother Church bids us to focus a little bit more fully upon the motherhood of the Blessed Virgin Mary, her maternity. It's what we celebrate in this feast. Mary, who is the mother of God, who bore the creator of all things in her womb. Think of that. The God who created everything that is, was in her womb for nine months. That the one who sustains all things, she's sustained by the milk of her breasts. That the one who came to give us food was fed by her. The maternity of Mary is a beautiful gift given to us to understand the great gift of motherhood of all, for all the mothers who are here present with us and for all of us who indeed have mothers. It is our Blessed Mother who can help us understand how to endure the cross, for she stood at the foot of it as her innocent son was murdered. Mary can teach us the quickest way to Christ, her son, because she herself is the quickest way. But one thing to always remember is that we as Catholics do not worship Mary. She's a creature just like one of us. And without Christ, she would be nothing, just like the rest of us. But with Christ, she is something altogether different. You see, the beauty of the Blessed Mother is she is a creature just like us, but she never joined the ranks of Satan's army through sin, like the rest of us. She, by a special grace, was kept free of that, and by her own free will, never gave in to it. She is an example to us, the first and best disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. But on this great feast of the maternity of the Blessed Mother, I could repeat to you and teach you about the dogmas and spirituality of the Blessed Mother. But I think she's asking for something a little bit more practical. We heard in our collect at the beginning of this Mass that Holy Mother Church longs for us to feel or to experience the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. How do you experience the intercession of Mary? Well, you see, my brothers and sisters, the truth of it is, is that we were created for relationship, not just for doing. We're created to be with someone. First and foremost, God Almighty. That's what our heart longs for, relationship with Him. We especially experience that in the Most Holy Eucharist given to us here on this altar. 
But we also experience that with the Blessed Mother, with all the saints in heaven, because they are truly present to us through the mystery and the gift of God himself, if our faith will let us believe it. Yet, so often when we pray, we treat God and the Blessed Mother and the saints as somewhat like vending machines or even idols. Look, Lord, I put in my ten Hail Marys, so if I put in my ten Hail Marys, I get this gift out, right, and we're all good to go. But we shouldn't treat our Lord like that. He's not just some great vending machine in the sky where we put in our time and we get what we need or we want. He's a God who created us for relationship. So how do we make our prayer personal? How do we make it a relationship, especially with the Blessed Mother? Let me give you some advice that I've learned in my own life. When we pray the rosary, do you think about to whom you pray the rosary? So often, we Catholics are really good at repeating prayers. Hail Mary, Holy Mary, Hail Mary, Holy Mary, Hail Mary, Holy Mary. is what it sounded like at my home parish. I think there were words in between those, but that's the only ones I heard. I don't know if those women and those men were thinking about to whom they prayed. They were just thinking about what they prayed. And that's good in itself, but it's given to us for more than that. The rosary is not just about doing something so as to get something. It's about encountering a person. It's about meditating upon the life of our Lord Jesus Christ with the person who knew him best, which was his mother. So next time you go to pray your rosary, I encourage you to do this. Pause, take a deep breath before you start, and simply just, in faith, ask the Blessed Mother, what do you want me to pray this rosary for? And then pause, and don't do anything but try to listen. If we actually encourage and encounter God in conversation, engage him in questioning, I guarantee you he will respond. He is a God who loves to speak if we're people who love to listen. Ask the Blessed Mother, what do you want this rosary said before? And then random thoughts you'll think will go through your head or an image will pop into your mind. I argue those aren't random. God works through inspiration. He uses our imagination. He uses the very words of our own hearts to speak to us. See what happens. Next time you're praying your rosary and you're thinking of certain mysteries, do you actually picture the mystery in your imagination? Do you think about it that way? Do you put yourself in that mystery? Sometimes praying with a nativity, I'm in the fields with the shepherds, just hanging out with the sheep. Sometimes I'm right there in the manger looking at our Lord Jesus Christ. And sometimes I really just need to be that little baby who's being held by the Blessed Mother. Could you let yourself be held for ten Hail Marys? Imagine it in your head and see what happens. See if your praying of the rosary changes. In order to experience the intercession of Mary, we should let her break into our every day. This is a practice that I was taught when I first joined the seminary. There's something along the lines of praying three Hail Marys the very moment you wake up, and praying three Hail Marys right before you go to bed. Now, if you're not going to bed or waking up, you probably don't have to worry about prayer. Hopefully someone else is praying for you. But if we do that, then the beginning and the end of our day, the first and the last thought is the Blessed Mother and her Son. My goodness, you give her the beginning and the end, and she'll take over the rest of it on her own time and in her own way. She is a mother who loves us. We also have this long-standing habit as a Catholics of the Angelus, six noon and six. Do we still pray that? 
It's a gift given to us that at 6, noon, and 6, we stop, we pause, we think about the incarnate word, we think about the Blessed Mother and her fiat, and we take strength in that to continue in our days, to begin it, to continue it, and to end it. 6, noon, and 6. One of my favorite practices is this, though. Major feast days like today, the Immaculate Conception, Mary's birthday, other aspects of the Blessed Mother's life, Simply pause and ask her what gift she desires. At this Mass, when we have moments of silence, simply just pause and say, Blessed Mother, what do you ask of me? In my experience, sometimes she'll just ask for the littlest of things. She might be asking you just to give a little bit of of more money or a little bit more time or give up this TV show or whatever it might be. Sometimes she's just asking you, can you look into the eyes of your spouse or your children and delight in them? The Blessed Mother is always with us. She's here with us right now at this holy sacrifice of the Mass. All heaven is filling these pews. Do we believe that they are present here, that they interact with us, that we interact with them? My brothers and sisters, be not afraid to speak to the Blessed Mother, to our Lord Jesus Christ, to the saints who surround us. You were made for relationship. How will you experience her intercession in this new year?